Welcome to Highlawn Baptist Church in St. Albans, West Virginia, where our mission is to know Christ and to make Christ known. For more information, visit us online at highlawnbaptistchurch.org. We're so glad you've decided to join us, and now we invite you to grab your Bible, if you're able, as we pray that you will be blessed by the preaching of the truth of God's Word today.
Uh, I can remember Mrs. Arbor, dear sweet lady, Mary Gray, uh, of course, Mary Britt. A lot of us know her, knew her. But these were the people that, oh, Evelyn Vinson, that was another one. Evelyn used her home many times for the meetings when Highland first started. Such dedicated, um, loving people that wanted to start a church and be able to worship God and do His service. There again, so grateful for those people, those dedicated people. people. Uh, I have to um, One thing I have to talk about is church head. I don't know. I know. She, I know Camp Cowan is wonderful, but when we had church camp out at Cowboy Lingo, it was the best church camp ever. <laughs> See, um, we had two long dormitories. All the girls stayed in one dormitory, and all the boys in the other. And all the counselors. The uh, <laughs> recreation directors, everybody that took care of us and ran the camp were all members of Highland Baptist. Uh, they took vacation days in order to come to church camp and be with us and, and teach us. We. Um, we gave them a pretty rough time, actually. Amen. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Betsy Gillen was one of the counselors, and Polly Downey and I ended up cleaning the latrine because we talked and giggled all night long. But it was such a, a, a special time of, of bonding with the older generation. We, um, we stayed together, we did things together, and, and that's where it turned into friendships with the older generation. We, we found out that they're just as crazy as we were and had just as much fun as we did but we also learn to respect them and to honor, honor them. We had Vesper service every night, and we had a campfire, and we all were around the campfire, and yes, we sang Kumbaya, we sang Them Bones. If you've never sang Them Bones, got to do that. We've got to do that sometime. We've got to sing their bones. But it was a time when everybody was together out in God's world and it was a time to reflect and think about all of God's blessings that he'd given us. Uh, it, it was just always a special time to be still, 
and think about God and His love. We, um, I would love to be able to have a campfire in the parking lot of Highland Baptist and just have that quiet time to be still and just think about God and realize exactly what all He's done for us. Do it down on my farm. I, I, I think that would be wonderful. I really do. I, I, I just think it's um, a great experience. And I miss that. I miss that. Campfires and, and being in God's nature and just thinking about what all He's done for us. Um, also, at the at camp, the cooks were all from Highline. So we had some really good food down there. And I have to say this, it's, camp was the first time I saw Reverend Keeney in actual street clothes and not in a suit. <laughs> first time ever I saw him in regular clothes. So many, many memories I have of Pylon. You know, you can talk about the church, the building, and we have a wonderful building. But to me, the Pylon Baptist is the people. So many people that have worked and dedicated their lives and given up, given up so much for how long. I think about um, Phil Bowyer. He was always there. Always, You could always count on him. He was always, if there was ice or snow, he was out there clearing a path, putting down the salt, take care of everyone. He never, you know, he was the quiet person that was always there. He cut the grass. He did so many, many things. And I, I just uh, am so grateful for Phil Bowyer. There's been so many that did such wonderful things at Highline. Uh, and, and I can't. I can't even name all of them, but they were there. They dedicated their lives to Highline. They uh, supported it and never asked for anything in return. They were just always there to help and do what they could. Uh, I was married at Highline. Had the reception down in the fellowship hall. And um, at, at that time, they used the good silver, <laughs> and they had glass dishes, glass plates, and they did not have a dishwasher. So um, there again, dedicated, loyal people, helping any way they could. My kids grew up in at Highline, and they went to Bible school. 
they came home with all the crafts that they made. They sang the songs that were taught. There again, dedicated people that served not only God, but the members of Hawan. Always there whenever you needed something. Uh, my daughter was married at Hawan. Both my kids were baptized there. And I've had three grandchildren that have been baptized at Hawan. And that's so very, very special. Both of my parents' funerals were at Hawan. And that was a very difficult time, but the love and support for Hawan was always there. You always knew you could count on. Count on the people there to help you through any problems, anything that you had. The people of Hailan have always been very generous, always over the years. No matter what we ask, they always give. Christmas baskets, items for snack bags, clothing for the veterans, items for yard sale, teddy bears for women and children's hospital, missions, love gift, presents for Weimar kids, Jericho House, Rice Kitchen, hygiene bags for kids, food pantry, Operation Christmas Show, even when we start the puppet ministry. Oh, we only had the whole puppet. And the people of Pylon adopted a puppet so that we'd have enough for the program.
as a place of worship, peace, and hope. I found something that um, I wrote a few years ago. It was, we were having some kind of seminar or something, and we were asked to answer some questions. And uh, I just want to share this with you. We are the people of Highland Baptist Church, united in faith and by the love of God. We serve others by helping in their needs, physically and spiritually. We try to reach others with the good news of salvation and the gift of eternal life in heaven with our Heavenly Father. Sometimes it is hard to get the people in church to hear God's word. Never get the people in church to hear God's word. But that is why we have to go out of the walls of the church. We are responsible to go out and reach others. God has called us to serve him and to serve others in his name. We are to love our neighbors whether they are next door or halfway around the world. We are to plant the seeds of God's mercy and forgiveness and pray that the seeds will grow and turn the hearts of stone into a tender-hearted, loving Christian, willing to serve our Lord for the rest of their life. We need to pray for others and pray for wisdom for ourselves so that we will know the right way to proceed. Sorry. We will have wisdom to proceed and help others for the uplifting of God's kingdom. We may have to get our hands dirty, but it is for God's glory. Also, I want to read this poem, leave you with this. Faith is risking what is for what is yet to be. It is talking, it is taking small steps knowing they lead to bigger ones. Faith is holding on when you want to let go. Faith is letting go when you want to hold on. Faith is saying yes when everything else says no. It is believing all things are possible in the midst of impossibilities. Faith is looking beyond what is, what is and trusting what will be. It is the presence of light and darkness, the presence of God in all. Thank you all. Very, very much. I'd like to say that I don't know anyone that has done more for our church. Amen. Amen. Your next speaker is someone that has been a voice of, of reason in some of our troubled times. He's also our moderator, and I mean that in more than one way. He's been someone who's been a fierce negotiator for the sake of pylon, who's brought people together in, in the times of struggle. 
And thankfully, he's also, you know him as a brief speaker. That was a joke. Here's Roger Jarrett. <laughs> I hope everybody can hear me all right. I have a big mouth. I told them I didn't need the mic so I could let them take that down in case it gets raining over here. And my wife's putting up her thumb saying she can hear me and I have a big mouth. That's all right. I mean, how do you follow that? I love you, baby. Of course, I can talk bad about her and her family and bad about my family and talk about how honored her sister Ginger was and the trouble we had at church camp and so forth. And the one thing that uh, that she failed to mention when we talked about Cabway Lingo, which was one of the places that, by the way, does everybody know why they call it Cabway Lingo? <laughs> Cabell County, let's see, Wayne, Wayne County, Lincoln County, and Mingo County. It all was in a convergence there, and that's where Cabway Lingo was. That's where it gets its name. Uh, they just they scrunched them all together. And the reason that we had church camp there, and then later we had church camp at Beckwith, and and some other places was because Highlawn had so many youth that went to church camp that we had our own church camp because to go to Cowan and places like that we'd overrun and, and we were just so large and uh, and it was such a great experience uh, to have those church camps and we talked about the counselors there that I could ask my wife what the girls because the girls were always on her what my wife did with some other girls with the church with the counselor's uh, bed at Cowboy Lingo. <laughs> they took it out and put it on a rock up somewhere and they would hide things. Now we didn't do so much one of our guys there, Rick Dillon, was the commandant. <laughs> and you just right? You didn't want to cross Rick Dillon though, so we didn't we didn't do too much to him. Uh, but you know, this is this is my family. Uh, since the day I was born, my church family was the same as my family at home. We were all together. I being in Highland Baptist Church was just like being in my house. It was the same thing, and because we were always there, and it was a part of my family. You know, my 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 sisters and brothers uh, both. One of my brothers and my sister were married in the church. I was married in the church. My kids were married in the church. Uh, it is all part of our family. We can't separate that. This is our extended family, you know, our family of Christ, our, our family that is so important to us. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it a little shorter so that we can all go eat and not get rained on. But I do want to say something about Highline and understanding the past, the present, and the future of our church. Because, as Nancy was saying, I remember that one first church building we had in that long aisle, and and I remember it, you know, the the big steps that led up to that. That's as the center part of the church, which is no longer there. We've redone it, but I remember that section, and I remember when they started building the new sanctuary in that area over there. And I remember going in there with my dad while the construction was going on, and my dad was carpenter, and he was head of the carpenters union at the time, and I can remember him going in there and having maybe sometimes sharp discussions about what should or shouldn't be done there as they're working on the sanctuary. And I was young and watching all that and so excited on that expansion. I remember on the other side of the church, that was just a big open lot, but we had one little house. You remember that little house we'd have Sunday school in? It was sat up on a little knoll over there. 
okay? And I played around that house as a kid all the time. In the good weather, we had a ramp on the, for the bike, go down alongside the house, go down Vine Street, and we'd go flying down through there. And then in the winter, you talk about sleigh rides, we come off that ramp around that little house and fly down the street all the way to Washington Avenue. I mean, I, I grew up playing down when they built the church, you know, the, the area where we had the steps going down to where the office is down and everything. We played in there all the time. We were always in there. That was a bunker for when we played Army. It was whatever. I grew up around that church. We played up and down those steps. We were all over those big steps that we had out there. And then all of a sudden, that lot over there became a big gravel lot, okay? And that was where a lot of our parking was, over where the gym is. That was a gravel lot, and we had parking over there. But then we went behind the church, and we bought a couple houses back there. We had classrooms back in those houses back there. And then eventually we were able to tear those houses down and put in a parking lot there, because the other parking lot, suddenly a gym came a, a foot over there. We had this nice big gym. I remember playing in that gym before we even got the wooden floor down big uh, uh, concrete slab in there. We were having a great time. I got to tell you, most of you know what I do for a living, but most of my business started at Highland Baptist Church. Because when I started first teaching classes, when I was in high school, I taught community school programs. But then I taught class at Highland Baptist Church. And Reverend Keeney was so good to allow me to bring guys in there and work out and train. And he would come in and watch us sometimes. He would be amused when I'm kicking and punching people around. And uh, but it was it was a place where we could come as a safe place to, to be. Uh, so I taught a lot of classes there and a lot of times moved a lot of tables and down the old fellowship hall. Uh, it was a special place to be. It was a, a place where we had all these mixers. Every Friday night we get in the fellowship hall, we called them mixers, we'd invite our friends to come in. And we would play games, and we would have snacks, and we'd have things, and we'd play music, whatever. It was a place for young people to come and be in a safe place of the Lord and not have to be out in other places. It was so wonderful. Uh, it, you know, I was I was talking with one of the Youngs yesterday and talking about, you know, Dalton and Jenny Young and how much they did for our youth group and how many parties we had out of their house and their basement and how much they helped with those mixtures that we would do there at the church. It's where I met my wife. Now, I met my wife when we were growing up. Yes, I'm talking about you. And But I never dated my wife till I was in college. I went out with several other girls, okay, and we went around, whatever. But she was just one of those crazy girls in the youth group at Hot Off Baptist Church, okay? And I never went out with my wife until my older brother was teaching a, a Bible class over the church, and Linda was in the class. And I was in between girlfriends, and I was in college. I said, why don't you ask out Linda Stanley? I'm like, Linda Stanley? Why would I ask her? Her mom would whoop you. <laughs> why would I ask out Linda Stanley? Now, I won't tell you what he said that got me to take her out. So if you ask me in private, I'll tell you <laughs> what he said to me. So I took her out, Bill. Eventually I married her. He didn't say, I didn't tell you to marry her. I just told you you could take her out or whatever. But I you know, got confused on what my old brother was and what me to do. You know, 
my mother-in-law, my future mother-in-law at that time, she was the cook over the church and cooking a lot of meals and things over there, yes. And this, like I, I'm just emphasizing, this was the family. And I watched as Highline grew as we expanded from that little building to a bigger building to a much bigger building, you know, and buying up property around us and growing as a church. I remember when the church was packed with people. We had to set out chairs in the aisles, you know, on some special services just to have enough room. But every family goes through changes. Every family. People in your family, they grow up and they move to different places in different areas of the country. They, they start their own families. They find other places to go that they have to. This is, this is natural of what's happening. And God has put Highline in many different situations over the years. We've had some really good times. We've had some really rough times. I didn't do it. God tell me shut up, baby. But we've had all of our ups and downs. But no matter what, no matter the people that stayed at Highline, the people that had to venture off into other directions, we were all st still part of that family. When I see people like Jack Lines in my, comes in all the time, his grandson in my class, when Jack walks in the door, anybody, it's all still part of my Highline family. It was a family I grew up with. Okay, and I remember when Terry came there, and you know he was fishing for a wife out of that island. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm getting a dirty look. Now he got a good one though. See, did you get a good one? You know, he got one of those bad girls. I cannot tell you, you know, how important Highland has been in a lot of people's lives. When I look around and I see these faces and I see all that we did at Highland Baptist Church, you know, you came there and found a wife, didn't you? Yeah, that's where you go shopping. There you go, see? <laughs> <laughs> but it was good because we know we were coming together as solid Christians. And we've had our ups and downs. And yes, the church is not as full now as it is then. Well, neither is the town of St. Albans, okay? Neither is our communities, but we're still here. Highland Baptist still has a purpose. And we don't know whether we're going to have 30 people in church, 100 people in church, or two. But even if we have two, wherever there are two or more, he's there. Amen. Okay? This is our family. And there will always be parts of our family, just like in our family at home, that come and go for different reasons. But it's all still Highland Baptist Church. Highland Baptist Church has expanded all across this country. And even though people, there are people that I see on Facebook and other people that have come to church, we all still reminisce about the importance of Highland Baptist Church. Highland Baptist Church is not just a building. It is a feeling. It is an energy that God has given us to help other people to expand His name. And Highland Baptist Church is all over this world. People that have attended Highland and how important it was in their lives. And maybe their lives have taken them different areas and different places. But what they gained at Highland Baptist Church helps them in their lives and will continue to help through their lives. And this is true of every one of us. It's not just the point of the, of the building itself. It's what we're doing there. And now we have to look at where we are and our future.
And our future to me looks bright. Because as long as we're letting God lead us, as long as we're doing His will, as long as we are making Christ known, knowing Christ, making Christ known, then Highland Baptist Church has a great and bright future. We just have to let God lead us. And I'm so happy to be here. I'm glad the rain has kind of held off a little bit. I think it's starting to clear. So we're going to have a wonderful meal. And this is just family time, isn't it? You know, this is just family. And that's what's so exciting when we walk into Highland Baptist Church. And I can tell you all kinds of memories run through that church causing all kinds of trouble as a kid. You did. I did. I really did. But, you know, it's been a good life. Great place to grow up. Great place to grow up. A great place to grow up. A great place to be a part of. And uh, just, just still being a part of it. I remember when I, I was so honored when I became the chairman of the Board of Deacons. And I'm like, me? Are you kidding? I'm still the honorary kid, you know, over there, you know. I remember, we talked about people we remember. I remember Jim Roberts. Amen. <laughs> Jim had been our scout master. He'd done many different things, in it, but he was a scout master. And, and I was lucky, too, that both, both of my brothers at one time were scout masters in that church. And, uh, and there comes my other little angel there. So, okay, here. Yeah, I see that water over here. Anyway, I remember going to Jim. I, I was asking him to do something. Here I was the new chairman of the Board of Deacons. And I went up to him. I said, Mr. Roberts, I said, would you do this for me on the, on the Board of Deacons? And he looked at me and he goes, Roger, you can call me Jim. <laughs> Same here, brother. And I said... No, Mr. Roberts, no, no. And he goes, Roger, you can call me Jim, man. You know, our chairman of the board thing. But I said, like, that's Mr. Roberts to me. You know, you grew up with a certain respect for those people. When I look out of the faces here that I still so much honor and respect. I look this row right here. Oh, my gosh. I look around. This is such a special place. Because Highland Baptist Church is not that building over there. Highland Baptist Church is this right here. Wherever we go, wherever you travel to, wherever you're at in this world, you're still part of Highland Baptist Church because you're still a part of the body of Christ and what they put us here to do. So I don't know what the future holds exactly, because that's going to be up to God. But as long as we're following what He wants us to do, the future of our church is great. Thank you very much. Listen, teacher. I won't be laboring because I know that Baptists, you don't keep them from food. But I will say a couple of things real quick. Uh, almost 10 years ago, October I was called to this church as her minister of music with the goal of bringing those that were wanting contemporary only those that were wanting traditional only together uh, 
that was a problem faced all across the nation. And I made the mistake of assuming that what I was facing was a challenge. I moved here from Kentucky. My own family is in, well, I tell you they're from London. That's actually putting them behind the hog. They're from a small town called East Bernstadt in the northwest corner of Laurel County. That's London, white spot in southbound 75 as you know, Tennessee. And, and it was a near constant back and forth. And finally, we had a, a meeting, a sit down, where we were talking about what's really important. What, what is worship? What does it take for a church to come together and praise God? Is it about the style? Is it about the instruments? Is it about the... Finally, I just, I just, somebody looked at me and said, I just want to praise God. And I remember saying, I, I, I think I accidentally cut Pastor Mark off. I hope he forgave me for that. Uh, and I said, look, I don't care if it's Beethoven, Billie Holiday, or what. As long as it's scripturally valid, God-honoring, and we can do it well, let's praise God. Johnny Johnson looked at me across the table and winked at me. And I knew at that point that this place wasn't a challenge. It was home. Never forget. So my dying day in the You are an easy church to love. Thank you. I thank you for being my friend. From Paul to Romans. This is him with his last words to this church. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, but cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Seventy-four years ago, 
Sunday school class for First Baptist Church. Looked at a bunch of homes, Sears and Roebuck homes that were being snapped together to feed Union Carbide and a couple of other places out there. And they saw that there was a desperate need for a home church for the people of that community. And our convention came together and saw that there were hundreds of people there that were already Baptists that needed a home. People remortgaged their own homes to build our church. Our own members came together, laid those stones, laid those blocks to give them that home. This is your legacy. This is your DNA. This is the, the core of who we are, of people that love God, who love each other, who love their neighbors and aren't afraid to demonstrate it. Know Christ. And this is who we are. The mandate for Highland Baptist Church has not changed. The need of this community for Highland Baptist Church has not changed. And the love of God shown to others from Highland Baptist Church has not changed. Stand together. No matter what the challenge looks like, stand together. Hold on to what makes you you. For it is strong. And God has blessed it. And as long as we remain committed to that purpose... God will continue to bless the people that he called from all of this, all of who you are, to be Highland Baptist Church. May God continue to bless you. May not be strengthened. May grant you peace so that you may be someone else's peace in a troublesome time. Claim that victory. Oh, that's people's. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to come and to celebrate you. We thank you for the saints of the faith on whose shoulders you've given us to stand. So we help you mind us down to this purpose. Give us the energy, grant us your vision. Equip us for his ahead, for his for what is ahead. Shelter us in the wings of your mercy this day. And send us forth now to go and make disciples to know you all the better, to make you. Bind our hearts together, always, in our dedication, the author, the author and perfecter of our faith. Lord, is in the matchless name of Christ, we pray. All that's peace. Thank you for joining us at High Lawn Baptist Church. We pray that you were blessed by today's message. At High Lawn, we believe that when you love God, you share his word. When you love others, you spread the gospel. We would love for you to join us next time, and if possible, to join us in person. To contact or learn more about us, to donate to our ongoing ministry, or most importantly, to learn about the salvation offered to you through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, visit us at highlawnbaptistchurch.org. Once again, thank you, and God bless you.